Hey y'all, this podcast contains potentially disturbing content. That content might include graphic references to topics such as sexual abuse, self-harm, violence, eating disorders, sexuality, as well as explicit language. Parental discretion is advised. Starting now, bitch. Good morning in tax the churches, but also work it. Work it, girl, because it's Pride Month, bitches. (laughs) And you're listening to the Queer LBC podcast, where we celebrate our pride all year long. But if this is your first time listening, welcome to the only podcast recorded live here on this beautiful Tongva land, the international city, Long Beach, California. I'm Nino, local construction daddy and podcast fatty. My pronouns are he, him. Thank you for asking. I wanted to wish you all a happy gay new year. And I have with me here my fabulous cohorts. Hey, bitches. It's Guy, your local street pharmacist. My pronouns are sis, mama, and motherfucking queen. Dr. David here, your local chismoso. My pronouns are he, him. And last but not least, Jose here, local artist and plant papi. My pronouns are he, him, el. So what do you have for us today, Nino? Oh, you know, just some quick tea and queer events. 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 Quick, quick, quick. Take a sip. spicy. Why is it spicy? Take a sip, you big stupid bitch. What? (laughs) Welcome to the quick tea and the queer events. This is where we get into the L, G, B, and the T of it all. Sometimes we get a little Q2, if you know what I mean. Oh, I know what you mean. Mm. So what are these queens talking about this week? Today in trans, trans cheerleader Justine Lindsay makes history as first transgender cheerleader. In the LF- NFL. Ooh. All right. I saw that on the mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Today in visibility, JLo introduces her child as they, them. Oh, parenting congrats. done right. Today in RuPaul, RuPaul slams dumb Texas anti drag bill. Today in homophobia, anti LGBT attack at school ignites protests. You get them. Also in homophobia, three hospitalized after fire caused from burning pride flag. Ridiculous. <laughs> Today. <laughs> not funny <laughs> today in propaganda harry styles plays adorable bootlicker in new gay cop propaganda drama entitled my policeman Ugh. funny that they thought we wouldn't see through that no thank you today in what the fuck gaga to play harley quinn and batman musical or something oh yeah sounds really gay i mean why not <laughs> gaga though today in allies nyc mayor stands united with gay biden says free the queers Signs historic executive order to protect LGBTQ individuals. Beyonce gives the gays new music. Yes, thanks, mm-hmm. Queen. Do any of you guys know about any of these things? Okay, so I'm let's just jump right into everybody. it. Tell them. Okay, so hearing her sing on top of this track, I was kind of like, I didn't know how to feel at first. I was just like, mm, I don't know how, if I like this or not. Like, it just sounds weird. What are you talking about, Big Frida? No, Beyonce. I like Big Frida because, like, the. Like, that's her style kind yeah, of yeah and it matches similar. like the i feel like it went with the house music mm-hmm. like beyonce like her pretty singing yeah i was just like like when i think about house music i don't think about like someone like singing like that over a truck i feel yeah. like it's supposed to be like a ramped up version of like the slow song like you know yeah yeah i really like the the two like different styles coming together because like how are you gonna how how is beyonce gonna fit in <laughs> in house right how, how is she gonna fit in that style and i think she did a really good job with um still sneaking in 
her um her melodic voice at the ends of some of the phrases yeah. was really yeah. was really like just short and just enough um and there was a lot of like also singy talky kind of stuff that gave you that feel and the vibe of vogue yeah oh okay i i really loved it the minute i heard it it took me back to like that 80s early 90s kind of like dance poppy music that i grew up with like it reminded me very like whitney houston Hmm. like because when you hear like dance with someone it's like you wouldn't picture that voice with that type of like music you know so it like transported me to that time and i really enjoyed it because it felt very 90s and homey to me well maybe this song should be remixed I feel like, and don't come for me. Don't at me. I don't care. <laughs> I would say before I before I make this a controversial statement, I am a Beyonce stan, <laughs> and I do love her upbeat music. But I, it's not giving. And though I'm just gonna say it right now because I heard every fucking faggot online being like, Ooh. "It's giving." Oh my god, slay me! And a million fucking memes. And I'm just like, and they're all like, Beyonce is dropping a disco house album get out of the way drake and then it's like she has some good artwork yeah for it i see that with your horse it looks beautiful beyonce no but that's when Vogue I, cover, that's Vogue or stuff. whatever but she's she's got all these images coming out right and so i hear the song and i'm just like this is it and then i'm like is this number seven on the album six oh okay six mm-hmm. i'm just like what number <laughs> is this and then i'm just like one for you to be touting that this is a house record i don't think she's touting that well i feel like everyone is i think people are well people need to not be touting that you can't because i feel like to be considered a house artist like you have to be dubbed that by the people who have been dancing to the music in the fucking club you can't you can't go into it saying like i'm making a house record that's this is not how it works you know what i mean like it has to be dubbed onto you, and it's not giving house to me. It's giving like, like it was very simmer. Like it was like low flame house. It wasn't like that's what I was like. Uh, like her, her singing was not making it like house. Like mm. if she would have like did something similar to like how Brick Frida was, then it probably would have gave. Like the 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 very beginning of the song where it's Big Frida and it's that music that that's like, like that is what I want to hear. Yeah, exactly. And then it turns into like down tempo, and I'm like beautiful singing. Like if I'm dancing to house music, I'm like flinging my fucking crazy like body against the floor, and this I'm I'm barely like bobbing along. Yeah. I no offense, re- no offense to anybody. You guys all can like it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I had to repeat it. it a couple of times. I was like, okay. Yeah, I tried listening to it a couple of times. And then I listened to this other act up or something song. And then some other song. And it just wasn't. I'm like, I can tell that it's like supposed to be upbeat. But I'm not even sure if I'm going to dance to it. Yeah, I, lo- I really enjoyed the Yaka Yaka, like the Big Frida um, collaboration. I think it was like fire yeah it was just like really good it was amazing and then i just think like beyonce did a really elegant way of mixing those two together like being able to fit in like you don't i don't think beyonce is just gonna just do house or like do what brick Frida does beyonce is doing what beyonce does but she's doing it over different genres she's doing it over like she's showing her versatility and i think that she doesn't have to change exactly who she is she's just doing it her way and she did a really great job doing that how does music work? Cause like when <laughs> she's like singing, I didn't mm-hmm. like that, but 
is it like the second bridge or chorus like she did like she was saying something where it kind of was like more faster and kind of like upbeat i like mm. that whatever like i like that version not like the very melodic singing oh. the track because mm-hmm. i was like oh now she's like catching up and then it was like oh that was just that's it great girl you should have did the whole song like that in that very like you wanted more upbeat high energy yeah i wanted mm. i wanted yeah. to like like a remix you said because like literally like I think the only reason why I like it is because Big Frida's on it, and like Big Frida set it off with that. Yeah, it was, it was good. It was yeah. great. Well, like, I had I had heard a critique of Beyonce saying that this new album. I haven't even heard the whole album. It's not out yet. Yeah, so they're basically saying that this album is like her talking about like labor and like people quitting their jobs and this and that when yeah. she in fact is like an extreme capitalist and all of this <laughs> and that her like child already has you know a brand and it's like who are you to be kind of singing this kind of like music this people's music when you are definitely like not a part of any kind of struggle at well this i mean as a black woman i think she has a struggle um mm-hmm. and and so i I think that she doesn't necessarily uh, speak out and you don't really know Beyonce. You just know Beyonce's music. Like she doesn't put her life out there. Like she's not mm-hmm. promoting politicians or this or that. Yeah. So she just kind of does who she, who, what she does. But if you've noticed in throughout recently in her career, um, she's been a lot more political. Like when she did the halftime show, weren't they all look like, didn't they all kind of look like Black Panthers? Yeah. yeah. So there's been a lot more of the artistry and the imagery as opposed to the right out activist who's like in your face telling you and marching right the streets as opposed to someone else is creating elevated high, high elevated art forms and presenting that same message. Yeah. Cause people like literally get upset about that. Like the formation music video mm-hmm. where they show the police like shooting the kid or yeah. whatever, or like he's like saying, don't shoot. Oh my God. They were up in arms about this shit. It's like, well, this is like what's going on in real life. Police are killing black people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now she's showing that in her music video. And like, it's like, you damn if you do, you damn if you don't. It's just like, bitch, I'm yeah. going to do me. And why are you worried about it? Let yeah. me, right? Make, do whatever I want. Yeah. Yeah. And Beyonce played the game. And just because she's playing the game doesn't mean that she can't have a message. Because it's like, everybody wants, everybody wants the world to be better. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, me, myself right now, I can't make the world better and what I want it to be. So that doesn't mean that I'm not going to like be a capitalist and sell things and work hard and hustle because yeah. we need to, because you have to. And since so she just had that opportunity to hustle and work and it paid off tremendously for her as yeah. opposed to, you know, everyone else who, but she does damn work real hard. Like as a musician, I truly appreciate what Beyonce does, not just as a, as a um, performer, but like she's a musician, like she's singing and, she's like not even out of breath you know what i mean like she's she performs and she gives like so much of herself in her music and what she does in the performances that it's just like she's she's amazing and i think the focus on this song wasn't necessarily on like how amazing she sings because we all know how amazing she sings and so this this makes it makes us as a listener focus more on the message of what she's saying as opposed to the melodic um capacity in her voice you know what i mean like it was kind of very mellow it was very chill and it but that break my soul was repetitiveness of it was mm-hmm. very groovy i'm not gonna lie i felt that i just have one last comment about her um i feel like also when she like makes music i feel like there's like subtle um 
what's the word? Like, she's like up with the culture. Like yeah. when she did the song with Megan Thee Stallion, and she's like my OnlyFans, mm-hmm. and like everybody's like, "What the fuck?" She knows about OnlyFans. That it's like, <laughs> bitch, she's like the same age as us. Like she's not fucking born yesterday. Yeah. And then like how in the song she mentioned like, "Quit your job, don't be stressed, live your life." Like mm-hmm. literally, that are that's what people are doing today. Like now, like mm-hmm. nobody wants to work. People don't give a fuck about working. They're just like, mm-hmm. "No, I'll quit." Like, so I feel like it's very like. In tune, she's aware so, mm-hmm. of like what's going on in the world yeah. and, it, and it's a smart message to send because if we all start quitting our jobs then everyone else is gonna it's gonna be become scarce like you need yeah. employees so then now you as the person who's looking for a job has the upper hand because they exactly. want you and now you can negotiate better prices and be like you want me how yep. much yep to go find someone else no one wants to work exactly so that's, that's a great message so. hell yeah that's why <laughs> and also with drake's album it, yeah, well, w- have we heard that yet? Yeah, so when I listened to it, I was like, the beat, like, it's just the same thing as Beyonce. Like, it's the, like, like the soft, like the melodic singing mm-hmm. on top of, like, this very upbeat energy, like, mute, like, music. Yeah. So, like, his was, like, like how she was, like, singing, because obviously he's a singer, too. But mm-hmm. He's, like, singing, and then it's just kind of, like, I don't know if I like, like, I don't like this slow singing on top of this wannabe, like, upbeat record. Yeah. For me, it was the beats. It was just very shrill. And I don't know. I only listened to one song, I gotta admit. I think that was probably the single. But, like, there's oh, the something. Green, uh, yeah, I think it's called, like, green text. Yeah. There's something about the beat. It was just, like, very not pleasant to my ears. Whereas Beyonce's, everything was kind of, like, smooth and rounded and, you know, curated nicely. And then I think it's just, like, also not ever seeing these artists in these genres and then, like, hearing it, it's just kind of, like, this don't match yeah that's like my that's like my first thought like this is I like the wrong want, plug this don't fit in this here you don't yeah. put the plug this here i just want to hear countdown and love on top and that kind of beyonce a lot of people say that like they said they're tired of uh woke beyonce they want i am. like they love beyonce <laughs> me too i want <laughs> like, as an artist like you grow like yeah. she's growing yeah. like, i don't need her to grow I like she's using her, to her the platform same. Like, like mcdonald's yeah. every day the same. i like this woke beyonce and upsetting yeah. all the whites and shit like mm-hmm. do you girl yeah. keep talking about it and take their money while you do it exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. and she's, she's being also very she's being very cautious she's slowly slowly dipping her feet i mean like yes like People say woke Beyonce, but I feel like she could do more. She could, but I think she does. She, like, I, she, she doesn't highlight it. She does it in a, like in this artistic kind of easy easing way of doing it. Like she isn't. You like, can't upset the whites. Like you can't. Does subtle. it in a TV gotta, friendly like, way. Yeah, she does Build it. Them up. Yeah, she does it very like slowly. Boom! Um, here's a little bit. Drop a little hint there. A little hint here, and then she allows the audience to come up with the conclusions it's very pg-13 the new yeah. beyonce the any beyonce oh i mean i like very like i like this beyonce yeah me too i like it i enjoy it yeah mm-hmm. we love you beyonce we love you beyonce my uh own opinions do not reflect uh myself and <laughs> <laughs> please do not come for me uh what else what else oh yeah i'm not watching that fucking harry Styles shit what the fuck yeah. like i want to see you be a policeman nah. i don't care that you're a gay policeman fuck that shit and a bootlicker nah yeah i'm not interested in that at so all. like Next. is there gonna be scenes in the oh damn <laughs> Next. I down with gonna, whites uh, yeah that too i wonder if there's gonna be scenes in the movie like where somebody's like looking at a cop boot <laughs> imagine i mean i don't see why not 
And you know these Hollywood people, they're gonna make a black person do it. <laughs> oh my god. Are they? You know how you know how they do? They yeah. hate the blacks. They um they they do hate them. What do you think about JLo's they them child? Did you hear about Elon Musk's child? No. Oh yes. That's crazy. Is he like a uh is he a gay hater or something? Elon Musk before <laughs> tweeted something like pronouns suck mm-hmm. and then their child came out as they them like i think they're they're trans oh they're trans and they were changing their name legally so they didn't have any affiliation with elon musk so they're changing their names and everything oh wow and they even made a report it's because i don't want to be associated with my father wow they said that the child yeah no i didn't know about that i know that i saw on twitter elon musk say something stupid about uh pronouns or whatever and then i was like i just think he's just baiting people like he just wants to just have a bunch of people talk shit out in his comment like i I didn't give a fuck about what elon musk's opinions were about pronouns so i just like ignored it but i definitely see like so many people were like really upset about it um but that's interesting that now their child is trans that's cool congrats to their child congrats child free yourself free yourself from that hellhole and congrats to jlo's child too and congrats to J-Lo's yeah. child. Pay attention to J-Lo, Elon Musk. That's how you do it. And then we also had a trans <laughs> cheerleader, right, in the NFL? Oh, yeah, the black girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I saw I saw the images on, on social media. Yay, congrats. Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations. Happy Pride Month to you. Happy Pride Month to a trans cheerleader, Justine Lindsay. Yay. We're so proud of you, girl. Ooh. Get it. Even though I don't watch football or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, have fun and do you. <laughs> Stay safe, girl. Why do these Texas Republicans hate drag queens? Because they're trying to distract from gun control. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they pick the stupidest thing. They're smart. They're like, pick the stupidest shit that gays are going to be mad about. Drag queens. Drag queens. Attack them. Gays. And I mean, that's the thing. We all do kind of get all up in arms and we all start screaming about it. Yeah. So it's like we are we are a part of the distraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're taking away the distraction from them not doing anything about their fucking schools getting shot up. Oh, the mayor said they're going to de- demolish the school. Oh, I know. Yeah. Good. Well, really? not good. Well, good. Like, demolish it. Don't go like, back. America <laughs> is stupid. Like, you literally had a school shot up, but instead of, like, doing gun control and, like, <laughs> hiring trauma people Thank and doing you. this, yeah. like, oh, let's just tear the school down. Right? Well, I that, mean, that's the only like, option we have at this point because we no, don't get anything. No, I can anything. just go to the next elementary and shoot them up, too. Like, they're, they're <laughs> stupid. Like, they are dumb. And they have a whole fund to pay for this. Like, it, it's set into the bill. Like, literally, like this. fix the laws, not tear yeah. down schools because, like, yeah. any school can get shot up. What you going to do, tear all down yeah. all the fucking schools? They did Sandy <laughs> Hook. They, they tore it down? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. There's a whole fund dedicated to like this type of thing. Why do I they tear like down the schools? Th- 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 for Texas, they were saying it's because like we couldn't imagine putting teachers and, and students, students back into the same school. Oh, so it's like traumatizing? I guess. Maybe yeah. they could just like hold they off could, the school for like a couple years and then reopen it and rename it. Maybe they should also demolish uh, Santa Monica College. Oh, shit. That happened there too. Oh, my God. I was like. I had just visited Santa Monica College for something, and I remember when I heard on the news, I was like, "What the fuck?" I, I was didn't just know there. they do that though. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, I only know is Sandy Hook. I don't know if there's other ones that they've done it for. How sad. But also, that yeah, that's where like I don't want to teach in room 15 where like 10 people die. 
Of course. That's true, huh? I guess. Yeah, that'd be. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's both. It's, yes, tear down the school and fucking fix the gun laws yeah. at the same time. I mean, it's disgusting. They like, it's just like, y'all start, y'all just worried about the. Mm. Or just repurpose the building. I don't Did know. you hear, though, how, like, hot mess of the cops are in Texas where, where this town happened? The, oh, um, no. Yeah, so, like, apparently the sheriff was on the council, the city council. And he wanted a, a leave of absence because um, if he doesn't leave of absence, he can't get kicked out. So people are advocating for the council not to give him a leave of absence. So he lost his seat on the council from last I read. And okay. he's also trying to like not um, help with the investigation of what happened with the shooting. And there's a lot of like cover up that people mm-hmm. think are happening. Like wow. for some state for people that loves to fucking shoot people, like y'all was so fucking scared to like go into the school. Like, <laughs> here's your yeah. fucking opportunity. Yeah, they that, found the door wasn't wasn't locked. That that is the that is the the most ridiculous thing that's happening, and I can't understand why people are doing this or saying this or even just allowing this to happen. Where it's like, you literally the argument for guns is to protect from bad things happening so now there's bad things happening and everyone that's pro-gun is not using the gun they're pro about we're the good guys right Right? (laughs) where are they and so but you know what let's because we just learned this lesson we're gonna give them more money now now you're gonna give them more money because they didn't do a good job yeah if you need these guns i want to work like that i want to go to a job where if i suck at my job they throw more money at me. I want to do that. I just want to be really shitty at my job. And then the government be like, wow, you just, I guess you just need more money. And then here you go and you get more money because you were shitty at your job. Oh, that's a white people thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, can't, you can't get that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking um, pigs. <laughs> if you're a pig, fuck you. Oh, man. <laughs> I hope you're listening, pig. You're never going to become mayor. (laughs) (laughs) He could run on that platform. People do. Yeah, I'm going to run for mayor and be like, vote vote for Jose. Fuck the pigs. He can grab him by the (laughs) pussy and still win, girl. I'm going to put out a... No, uh, he has to be white. (laughs) (laughs) And then be like, vote for me. So Biden says free the queers. Are we truly free? Who's Biden? Um, he is a puppet for <laughs> a group of Illuminati white men. Aren't they all? What's going on with this POTUS shit? So Biden signed this uh, bill to give direct federal health and education agencies um, better access to gender affirming care, tackling LGBTQ homelessness and uh, advanced LGBTQ inclusive learning environments at American schools. Um, so, so I guess this is his version of trying to com- combat don't say gay and all the anti-LGBTQ bills out there. But I don't know if there's any consequences for them not taking the money or if they can refuse it or... Or just refuse to help people. Yeah. So that's the thing. I don't know if there's consequences with that. Like this bill sounds great, but... Yeah. I mean, it. I mean, it would just be like, here's all this extra money that's allocated for this and they whether use it or they don't use it. Mm-hmm. And if they're not going to use it, then I don't know. Yeah. Well, that, what that's going to do is then it's going to have states suing the government to take it to the Supreme Court for the su- Supreme Court to decide then. They need to pack that court 
And they also need to fire all of them and let us vote. They should in. have stricter fuck yeah, they shouldn't like enforce strict rules on people who do not like go through with this shit. Because that's what's gonna happen is that they're just gonna allow this shit to happen to mm-hmm. students and it's just gonna default to, oh well I guess you just mm-hmm. have to sue and then now it's just gonna be like, Oh well, I can't live my life without having to fucking sue somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So what about these people that got burned up with the with the rainbow flag? Were they burning it? Were they burning the flag no. and they got Someone burned it while they were sleeping. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, I misunderstood. So rude. No. You set somebody on fire? Yeah, someone. Oh shit! Someone had a pride flag on their house, and someone came by and lit it on fire, and oh. it lit uh, lit the roof on fire, and then all the houses were like right next to each other, oh, so shit. it lit the oh. two like houses next to it. Wow. Did the article say if it was an actual gay person who got died? No one died. They <laughs> were just oh. injured. Oh, injured. Okay. Yeah. That, why do they want to burn us so much? It's always like fire with us. That's got to cleanse your soul. Kill it with fire. Because <laughs> you're a witch. I'm burning up, burning up for your love. <laughs> <laughs> so is that all about the quick tea? Yeah, I think yeah I'm good. <laughs> that wraps up the quick tea. Yeah. Let's I don't go talk to break. I don't want to talk about Gaga. Let's take a break. I don't want to talk about Gaga either. Hey, y'all. We wanted to say, first of all, thank you for listening and loving us here at the Queer LBC Podcast. Secondly, I want to say, please, please, please go add a rating and a review in either a Spotify or Apple Podcast or wherever you listen to your podcast. Press whatever is equal to that like button, bitch. Tell your friends about us. Add us on Instagram at Queer LBC to get updates on when new episodes drop. There you can also slide into our DMs and tell us what you're thinking. Is there an LGBTQ plus related topic you want us to cover? Do you have a story about your gay experience that you think we should be putting out on blast? Tell us. We won't get back to you, but we'll heart your comment. Maybe your heroes talk about it at some point. Anyways, yeah, go show us some love. Now back to the show. And we're back. Well, it's Pride. It's Pridesgiving. Yay, Pridesgiving. Um, I just wanted to wish all you faggots um, and weirdos and queers... Um, a happy Pride Month. Did you all hang your um, your gay stockings for Daddy? <laughs> I did. To fill I, it up? I did. And he filled it up so good. Yeah, with his candy <laughs> cane of joy. <laughs> yes. Cochino. Did he fill it up with the milky substance? Um, No, it was cum. <laughs> <laughs> there was no milk. There's children listening to the queer LBC. <laughs> this is 18 and older. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, there's no children. You know how those kids do? They don't give a fuck. They'd be like, Are you 18 and over? Yes. That's they their fault. They can be. go to jail for it. It's not my issue. <laughs> we said it right there. You go to jail on your own terms. We just wanted uh, to go over to Dr. David in Dr. David's corner. Welcome to Dr. David's corner. He's got something to say to you. What are we talking about today, Dr. David? Hey, kids. So we're going to be talking today about the first pride, the Stonewall Uprising, y'all. Yay. Yeah. So do y'all know much about it? I know as much as Derek Barry knows. Oh, (laughs) girl. (laughs) Who's Derek Barry? A drag queen. Yeah. Uh, I know... I don't. I, f- I always feel like I don't know enough. I always feel like I'm lacking information or like, I don't know. I feel like I never know the whole. St- like I feel unconfident saying it. Yeah. What I know is, um, I know the name Marsha P. Johnson, and I know that she was a trans black woman, um, 
and people have credited her for throwing like the first brick at a cop yeah and i do know that pride is about fuck cops it's true and pride is also about um like standing up for each other Mm -hmm. and creating community because together is how we keep each other safe not cops yeah yeah Okay, well, let me educate you ignorant bitches. <laughs> <laughs> she said it's none of that. Yeah, none of that. <laughs> none of that, but all of it. No. Uh, so, just to frame it. So, this it was all 1960s. And the 60s were, like, a fucking wild time. You had a president that was assassinated. You had the civil rights movement. You have people dropping acid. You have hippies, bomb music. And towards the end, you had the gay rights movement. So a lot of shit was going on. And here in New York, or not here in New York, because we're not in New York, out there in New York, at the time, gay bars were essentially illegal. There was laws against people cross-dressing, you know, maybe they identify as trans or non-binary, but essentially it was against the law to dress in the opposite sex clothing. Um, Men couldn't dance. It was against the law. Like, And bars, gay bars used to get raided back then. So, and actually, interestingly, the gay bars were owned by the mafia and they paid off the cops to get like a heads up if a raid was coming because if they knew it was a raid was coming, then they could change the bar and like everyone would act all straight so they wouldn't get shut down. So, and they, I'm sure the mob like probably used it to clean money and stuff like that as well. So Mm. it was a cover. So one day at Stonewall, it got raided like twice that month already. So on June 8th, 1969 that is when the day the stonewall happened stonewall was a really popular bar out there in new york because it was the only bar that allowed men to dance with each other and that day they didn't get a heads up that there was going to be a raid so the cops come in they start arresting people just like they do in all the raids that they do at the gay bars and as they arrested this butch lesbian stormy the levant uh she was being handcuffed and she yelled at at the people because at that time like there was a crowd outside of stonewall already because they were taking people out and the community knew what was happening and so she yelled out to the crowd, are you just going to let this happen again? And then that's when, like, people started to, like, get upset and kind of riled up. And um, the crowd actually, like, started throwing pennies and then bottles at the cops. And the cops were, were scared. So um, they go back into the bar and essentially this crowd, like, um, like traps this whole police state, this police department um, in the bar and they're trying to like get back up but something else big was happening so there was like traffic or something like that so it was taking cops a long time to come so they were trying to get in and they finally got like the special unit to come and like the gays were actually smarter than you in the neighborhood so they were able to like outsmart the cops and like sneak up behind them so like they were just like fighting with the cops and everything it was awesome with that People credit Marsha P. Johnson for throwing the first brick, but she there's auto, actually audio recording of her like clarifying that she wasn't there. She came after the riots. But Marsha P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera are very important icons to the Stonewall because they actually created activist community so people can fight for rights and so they can get rights and advocate for themselves. Mm. So they're very important. And they actually did partake there's like accounts of like Marsha P. Johnson throwing a brick, you know, like on the second day of the riot, because this riot lasted probably for like six days. 
you know, it wasn't all violent. The second night was a little bit more violent, but it started calming down a little bit more and more. And it became a little bit more of like a protest, a little silent protest and standoff. I don't know why my dumbass thought it, this was in San Francisco. I always thought that it was there, not New York. Oh, I knew it was New York. Yeah. I just feel very, as a gay, I guess coming out like older, not that old, but like 21. But like also like not knowing anything about anything. Like I feel like I'm like barely learning about like things like this. Because mm-hmm. right? this is not allowed to be talked about in schools. Yeah. That's why the like don't say 30 gay. 30 year old, I'm just like, wow, I don't know anything about fucking life at all. That's what? why, mm-hmm. yeah, that's why that no, don't say gay bill is so detrimental because kids now are starting to learn about their history. Mm-hmm. And so they grow up not being invisible because we are part of history. Yeah. And so now kids are being taught this and so everyone's like you're gonna turn my child queer because they learn about queer stuff and it's like no sis like they we learn about straight shit it's yeah we learn about straight stuff all the damn time that doesn't didn't make us straight yeah i feel like a lot of gay people feel like they don't know their gay history but i mean it's like what you said about like it, you can't learn about it but even for like most people who like learn like as a hobby, I guess I would say like that's still I feel like gay history is still like obscurest kind of knowledge. Yeah, it really is. Because I think there, like for Stonewall, like there's a lot of like misaccounts. People don't remember a lot of things. That's a lot to do with the fact that the AIDS epidemic, I mean, we lost a lot of elders during that time as well. So yeah. like stories aren't getting passed down. So like some of that is going to be a little fuzzy or kind of hard to account fully. Yeah, that's crazy. So don't feel bad that you don't know these kinds of things. They don't want you to know, girl. They didn't want you to know. Yeah. And they've been very successful at it. Yes. But, you know, I I think it's important for people to to, like, know the history because we owe a lot of credit to trans and drag queens and um, black people and people of color for the rights that we have now and that does not get highlighted or celebrated enough and because i i just feel we're so like white centric yeah yeah i didn't i i had no idea when i was learning about um queer history i had no idea that there was anti-trans sentiment in the gay world like Mm -hmm. i was like how the fuck does that make any sense how could you be a gay person who gets bashed on and then look over at someone else and bash them like that makes no yeah. sense to me. Like, Everybody's stupid. Like Marsha P. Johnson, like she was part of this. She started um, an activist group to kind of fight for rights, especially trans rights. Mm-hmm. And just a, a, a year or two after all that and her advocating, like she was murdered and no one knows what happened. And Sylvia Rivera, who was right, as- right a- alongside with with um marcia p johnson she was homeless and no one helped her even though she helped people get rights and she mm-hmm. was a huge advocate for the community like no one cared that she was on the streets yeah. yeah that's tragic yeah and i think there's a can lead into like the sentiment of how does what is pride and how does it feel knowing what we know now how do you feel about pride before and how do you feel about pride now i feel like me like i don't put much thought into like stuff like that because i'm privileged like, <laughs> yeah well yeah like i feel like living in america we're yes. cis men that's but why. then also i'm black so then no and then i'm gay so no but anyways like but in that sense of like we live in america and like we don't have like well it's trash obviously but it's not like where it's like another country where they fucking kill you for like yeah. being gay or you get oh, yeah. arrested and yeah. you're like, jail, like you know yeah so i kind of like i don't think about like things 
like that. Yeah. And we also live in a very gay friendly city when it comes yeah. down to it. Yeah. So yeah. I guess maybe I should put myself in other people's shoes. And that's mm-hmm. our elders. People are still alive today that experience that. Like, um, I remember when I was in, in, um, how was it in high school or middle school? No, I think it was high school when they killed, um, this boy and they like tied him to a fence. Shepherd. Matthew Shepherd. Yeah. I remember what happened to that boy and I was like, what the fuck? So that's literally killing gay people, you know? And then not to mention like all the trans women that die that they, nobody even talks about. Yeah, that's black trans women that disappear all the damn time. And, but yeah, you see it all the time on online. It's just like every week, this trans person died, this black trans person died, this mm-hmm. black trans person died, this black trans person died, this black. Yeah. Person. It's like I have a quick question because yes. I see it like a lot, like especially on social media. Like so, like the trans people dying. I always see like people making comments like, like did you tell them you were trans? Because or I see videos like where it's a trans person. And they're like, oh, I'm talking to this person, but I'm not going to tell them I'm trans. Like, do you think they die in situations where, I don't know. No, I think the people that go after trans women know that they're trans women. Oh, okay. Yeah, and because trans people, are, they know that that is a, a safety thing if they don't tell people. So if they're going to enter something sexually with someone consent uh, with consent then they're going to notify but i think we need to count is how many of these murders are maybe related to like rape or sexual assault Mm -hmm. and this person was attracted to a trans person and they figured it out and they there's a whole debate about that's like trans rage right Mm -hmm. that's like a a defense this twinkie defense bullshit Mm -hmm. yeah like basically like as a trans person also how can you even navigate that it's like if someone's sexually attracted to you coming on to you how are you supposed to all of a sudden be like okay well like are you actually attracted to me even though you're actually coming on to me and then you have to like be like okay well let's stop and then i have to tell you something like no, no, they don't have, have to, to tell you that? shit because mm-hmm. it's like, that. yeah, if you're if you're attracted to a person, when you go to that person, you don't go to them and be like, let me see your genitalia. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like you're not attracted to the person's genitalia. Like you can't look at a man and I mean, maybe you can, but like you can't be like, oh, look, he's got a big dick. You know what I mean? Sometimes you can't really tell. Sometimes you really can, but sometimes you can't. But you're not necessarily attracted to this person's dick because you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. You're attracted to this person's aura, this person's humanity. And then all of a sudden you have to like take away their humanity because they don't have the the genitalia that you choose or that you want. Like imagine a bottom killing you because your dick is too small. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come correct. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Like, what if the bottom opened up your jeans and was like, this is not. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, a great, way, like, horror show. The way the tops act, they should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, I don't, it's just that people are, people are taught to be um, transphobic. You can literally just walk away. Exactly. Like, you, that's the dumbest shit ever. It's like, oh, well, this is not what I'm interested. All right, I'm sorry, deuces, and you just leave. Yeah. yeah like that's a choice like, damn, you gotta, like you gotta that should be the only choice <laughs> yeah. it's like, like if somebody no. if somebody you can't kill somebody for anything else and be like well the reason why i killed them was because i was mad at them like okay sis well <laughs> like that's not my first jail thing. now that's like not my first thing like i'm gonna murder someone like like you know like first of all i'm scared to kill anything 
Like, I'm not going to kill a human. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it's unfortunately, it's the transphobia that exists in the world. And so, you know, people are just afraid of their attractive, um, of what they're attracted to. Yeah. That's because the world doesn't allow them to to be themselves mm-hmm. yeah. doesn't allow trans people to be themselves and it doesn't allow the people who love trans people to be themselves yeah what do you guys think about rainbow capitalism um y'all fall for it every time you guys washing. are weak as fuck i love rainbow shit i don't i feel like it's both i'm it, not into rainbow stuff like i don't know that's not my vibe it has to be cute though, because you know what? It does have to be cute. It's, a, it's not cute a lot of the time. These designers it's just, very just yeah. like slap a rainbow flag. Yeah, like it's not cute. I well, treated that. <laughs> like I, I don't like the combination of colors. It's just too much. Too you busy. know what? It's true from an artistic perspective. Every single color, you're not giving anything besides vomit. Like no, <laughs> it's not cute. It's just like too abrasive. Like maybe if I to can my use eyes. my personalized quote unquote gay flag which is like some weird what is it green color some bullshit mm. i don't fucking know i um to me it's kind of like this patriotism to something you know because like we all as like people who grew up in the united states have been conditioned to you know what i mean like the other day i was in some public event and they rose and put their hand over their heart and then the music it's so bombastic and it's like if you were to put like Russian music, it would make sense. You're like, oh, shit, look at all these Russians like um, sheep. And then I'm like, fuck, Americans are sheep. And they're just like kind of like conditioned. So for me, it's like kind of that patriotism. But instead of like go America, it's like go gay. So and also like football teams, like people who are fans of football teams, they like dress themselves like in the stupidest colors of their team. And it's just like ugly. Mm-hmm. But they're so proud of it. I feel like that's for me what rainbow is. Yeah. Not necessarily that the rainbow is like, because I don't think I ever dress in those colors. And so, but to show my pride, it's like waving that colors. It's like waving your flag. Mm-hmm. That's what it is to me. Because I don't go around like rainbow every day, all day, every day. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. But yeah. that's what it means to me. Yeah, I think. I don't participate in rainbow capitalism on purpose. Like I see it. I'm like, Oh, that's cool. I love the representation. Like, yes, more people are going to know what gay is and a kid is going to see that and maybe feel a little bit more seen. I think it's great for that. But I think it's also, um, bullshit because these people aren't giving back to the community. Mm -hmm. They're just capitalizing on the community and making money off of it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure, actually, I was watching an ad for Doc Martens, and they have a whole Pride collection. Mm. But they have also have um, a year-long contract with Trevor Project, and Trevor Project is a LGBTQ hotline, suicide prevention hotline, and they donate $200,000 a year to them throughout the whole year to support them. Oh, okay, cool. So I feel like companies should do that. It's like, okay, if you're going to capitalize and give back to the community, I think that is what's mm-hmm. lacking with How rainbow capitalism. $200,000 a year. Okay. That's decent. Yeah. That's decent gay money. Right. Yeah. I mean, once you think about like cost and like employing people, it's probably like nothing. I just feel yeah. like if you are a company and you are and you are a straight company, a straight CEO and a straight owner and a straight Hi, gay. everything. Yeah. And you are doing 
things with rainbows, then I think you should donate a hundred percent of the profits to whatever it is. And you should just have it to be like, Oh, we have this item and it's no cost to us. It's we're not breaking. We're just mm-hmm. breaking even la 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 or break even. That's it. That's yeah. it. Donate bitch. 50% mm-hmm. don't, or don't donate get... your, donate your, er, your winnings. If you are a gay business, I'll give you all my money and that's fine. And you can scoop it however you want. Gay owner. Yeah. But if you are a straight owner, I think, yeah, you need to donate it all, all of it. To yeah. Gay. Yeah. There's, um, there's a new, store that's done a soft open Adelita's Revenge here in Long Beach. If you want to give money and get queer shit owned by two queer women, so Adelita's Revenge in Long Beach. That's where we want to support. That's if you want your gay shit, get it there. But I like rainbow shit. Like, yeah. I would want to buy more rainbow shit if there was cute rainbow shit. I actually bought a very cute um, sweater from PacSun. Um, PacSun's still around? I know, online. I love it. But it's like, it says B-U on it, but the letters are like, they have like a rainbow. Oh, that's And cute. it's actually really cute. And I'm like, oh my God, I need to buy that. I don't care if you're straight. And it was actually like 50% off and also like 20% off. Nice. <laughs> so I think I got it for like 17 bucks. Oh, see. So I was down. It was Anyways. That's what. That's how they gave back to the community. Straight to your pocket. Right? Even though... <laughs> Nobody, I guess nobody was buying it. That's why it's all. That's the saddest thing is when you go to the fucking Target and you see all the fucking pride shit on like discount. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no one wanted it. How's but that? it's because it's ugly, not because. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, put this faggot shit on. Just lay something away. good. But I think the other problem that I have with this whole rainbow capitalism, and not that I have a problem with seeing people saying that they're proud, because I did see another argument that was basically like, um, you know, there was a time when people wouldn't fucking touch us. Nobody would even sell to us. Yeah. And it's kind of like, yeah, I get it. But at the same time, don't be donating to people who are actively against me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. that's what some of these companies do. They capitalize and some companies then donate for their own interests. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple out there that are just terrible, like AT&T. Um, what do you guys think about the antithesis of pride? Straight pride. Have you ever heard of that? Straight pride sounds so stupid. It is. So it is stupid. stupid. Everyday straight pride. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Bye. Next. They want to be. They want to be part of the gang so bad. They don't understand. My cousin said that once. He was like, he posted on Instagram. He was like, or not Instagram, Facebook. He was like, Why do gay people get a pride month? We should have a straight pride. And I'm just like, Bitch, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking slap the shit out of you. Right? <laughs> Can you now. imagine a straight pride? What is that going to consist of? Fucking the Orange County Fair. <laughs> <laughs> you have straight pride. It's right there, bitch. <laughs> what is that other one? Straight pride is <laughs> the Super Bowl, it. girl. Get out of here. You have the Super Bowl. What is that stupid country Coachella that they have? Hot Springs. Oh, I oh. know what you're talking about. Stagecoach. Uh, Stagecoach. There you go. Straight pride. No, right straight there. pride is that um Christian. In Burning Man. Burning Man. Burning Man. Oh, Burning is Man it? is straight. It's everybody's pride. What I else feel like is, there's queer people that go. What mm-hmm. else is straight pride? Um, NASCAR. NASCAR. Baseball, basketball. All the championships. Yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> I love Buffalo Wild Wings. Me too. Wings, I love so. Buffalo Wild Wings. I like Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. What else is straight pride? Straight pride is is boring. Straight oh. pride is that, that place called Harvest where the Christians go. Oh that's straight. <laughs> you know what is that? Like the, Bitch, the Harvest Festival. The Harvest Festival. That's straight pride right there. Straight pride. 
<laughs> Strafe Pride is 4th of July. God bless America. It's New Year's. New I Year's love Eve. it so much. That's your straight pride. You. I fucking hate people and their straight pride. Shut the fuck up. What do you need to be proud about? The only thing that you have done as a community of straight people is harass everyone who's not straight. That's the only thing you have done as a straight community is harass non-straight harass, people. Harass, yeah. kill. Mm-hmm. Let them have their straight pride. We're going to take Halloween. Thank you. We already Halloween. took it. Yeah, we, <laughs> <laughs> we need a new one. We didn't need them. <laughs> And that's all the thoughts you get, straight people. What are your own favorite gay pride moments? Gay pride. Everyone loves gay pride. Do you yeah. love gay pride? Yes. I fucking hate pride. I, I really had a great time. My first pride was, um, we all went together, remember? We were like a really big group. That was fun. Uh, Nino was there. Guy was there. Like 2010. Dr. David was there. A few others were there. That was your first pride? That was my first pride. Same. Oh, yeah. That was actually my first pride. Actually, yeah. I, I met don't you. hate pride. Yeah. I had the idea of Pride, <laughs> but that was That's actually a lot of fun. Out. Yeah, that was a fun Pride came for out me. At Pride? I'd, I'd never had done Pride. Well, my sister showed my mom a picture of me like at the Pride, and she, she's like, why you have that rainbow shit on? Why are you there with those? I was like, it's Pride. And she's like, those are gay people. Why are you there? And I was like, to support them. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, I remember <laughs> that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Controversial. Um, no, my dad even commented. No, so my no, it was my dad that went off. My mom was like, like in denial, but my dad's like, why the fuck are you there with those like fucking gay people? What the fuck? And then my sister commented and was like, I love you, support you, and everything you do. Uh, but I didn't officially come out then. Oh my god, you're so just like pretending. I'm like, I'm supporting gays. And he's just mm-hmm. like, what the fuck for? So I can suck their dicks later. <laughs> yeah, like the Lord Jesus Christ said, love thy neighbor. Which okay. one? Was that the Long Beach one? Or the no, Weagle LA. One? Okay. Yeah, that was like, ooh, that was a long time ago. Where Lil' mm. Kim performed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. That yeah. was fun. I had a really great time. I also just, I don't know, it was really fun. Like me, like just being out and gay mm-hmm. and like myself where you normally don't get to do that like yeah you know what I mean? yeah. like you don't get to walk around and hold hands with the guy yeah. even in public back then was just kind of weird it's not in the daytime right i feel like it's slowly starting to become normalized oh, but definitely. a few years ago it wasn't like that remember y'all a few mm-hmm. years ago it really wasn't um and it just depends also where you are but i just the feeling of like being surrounded by so many gays and everything being so normalized and you're not the not normal you're like like, like everyone little... else so you feel like you belong and it's a very beautiful feeling um so that's how i felt about my first pride even though it was a huge what like capitalistic corporate it's like pride a low budget gay utopia yeah with but, a lot of banners yeah mm-hmm. and then there's like a lot of people donating money and all that right you have to pay to get in i think that's stupid i'm like pride should be free for the gays that makes no sense mm-hmm. if we're all so about pride is a protest bitch yeah. i don't need to pay to go to a protest right that's the they fact. should charge the straights but but mainstream pride isn't saying that pride is a protest it's the us who's it's a saying party that. yeah they're like throwing a party, a party. Yeah. yeah they're capitalizing but uh, but this year we hope pride was free like mm-hmm. the, they had a festival um, and live artists. It was, they just did two where one was like a music, um, a music festival with Christina. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was free. No, that wasn't that you had to pay for. That was the music festival. Oh. But the their actual official pride, that one was free. It was all out. You didn't have to pay for anything. The worst part is parking. 
Yes. That's true. Getting through the street and yeah. parking. But that should be the festival should be free. What like all these free. like corporations that are donating money donate so that the fucking concert's free. Gays go for free. free. And then straights can straights can pay. Full no, price, they double say, price. They're gonna say they're fucking gay so they can get in free because they they're fucking they're gonna have to have us dick sucking tests Ooh, to prove yeah. it. And, and we're gonna, <laughs> and we're gonna, right we're on gonna, the spot. Right Put it in there. your mouth. Put it in your mouth. Oh, you can't not gay. Get out of here. Full price. Lick it from the rooter to the tutor. Let me see. <laughs> I remember when we went to Pride, we were drinking like UV vodka. Eh. And eh. then one of my friends, she drank a little too much. And we were in the parking structure, a bunch of lesbians. And oh, when she threw up over the thing. So we go, she goes, she's like, we're going to throw up. She goes to the side of the ledge. She throws up over the ledge of the parking structure. The vomit goes directly onto an umbrella of a cafe patio. Oh! <laughs> Santa Monica Boulevard, and we were like, "Oh my god!" And that we hadn't even started the fucking. We hadn't even gotten into Pride yet. Oh, oh this was before. God. This was literally in the parking lot. Oh right my before. god, they looked better. I mean, they looked fine once we got in line. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I, I threw up that day too. I trying never to chug Sailor Jerry in the parking lot. Oh my god! Trying to suck someone's dick in that porta potty. Who? Not me. <laughs> I never sucked dick at Pride. I remember the first Pride I went to, I wasn't 21, but I remember me and my best friend went together and we made friends with like this older group of people and we somehow convinced them to give me the wristband and they gave it to me and we're able, we just went up to go buy drinks from Pride and we thought we're so cool. (laughs) But those shit was expensive. Yeah. It was expensive. It is expensive. It is so expensive. Yeah, it's all about making money. Yeah. You should be allowed to bring in your own alcohol. You right? should. That's why I think we need to do our own prides. We need to have our own pride events. We need to do it the gay way and, and, and fuck all this. Yeah, gays. You guys need to start throwing pride parties. Yeah. Make it a thing. Pride parties. Why don't you I just do like, like a block party? Do. Just do yeah, it any pride parties. Of the fucking week. I remember the, the funnest memory I have with pride was they had like... It was under a hotel. I think it was a white building right next to the we park where they have Pride, and they have like an underground parking structure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they used to put a DJ down there, and it was like a little rave, a yeah. little uh, yeah car car lot rave. It was That's so cool. cool. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. That was just so fun. I liked walking in and watching porn. Watching porn where? Yeah, it was like these like well, it was artistic. So it was like it was like a tent, and then you go into the tent, and it's like a like kind of like a little maze, and there's just artwork, art installations, and some of them were just TVs with porn. Oh, oh have I you remember guys that. heard of this whole like get kink out of Pride thing? Oh yeah, I've heard of I've that. Heard yeah. Of Do it. you ever see kink at Pride? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. You see that with individuals, right? Yeah. yeah. Everybody kind of does their thing. Like you see people with furries. You see people that are in leather, like leather I, daddies and things yeah. like that. I think yeah. that people are having sex at Pride. Sometimes like, I'm pretty sure people are. Maybe, but I don't think that like they just I'm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, what I'm saying is like I don't think that the people promoting these events are like saying to like have sex they're not saying have no, sex. no 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 which public, is i think no. what the argument is yeah. is that people are like conflating that this is what happens and that this is like why we need to stop this at pride oh i see, I see what you're saying they're yeah. saying that the like just because kids kink doesn't necessarily mean sex yeah mm-hmm. but i mean i mean doesn't like, necessarily mean like it's they're having like intercourse or like 
any, you know what I mean? Like, Cause I remember just, I was talking to somebody and they were basically saying like, why do they have to be doing all this sex stuff at the pride and blah, blah, blah. And I was saying like, what are you talking about? I was like, I've never seen anybody have sex at pride. Yeah. yeah. I was like, but if you're talking about the acts of certain individuals who may be going and fucking randomly at pride, I'm like, the event is not putting that on is what I'm yeah. saying. Mm-hmm. Like they think, they think that like that it's a sex show. No, I mean, I'm pretty sure people go have sex at the Orange County Fair. Exactly. That doesn't mean that we need to, like, keep sex out of the Orange County Fair. Like, nobody's doing that. Or maybe they are. I don't know. But, like, fuck it. Streets are. Yeah. I had a cousin who was asking me one time that her daughter wanted to go to Pride. And she was like, is she safe to go there? Is it? She thought it was, like gonna be some kind of i don't know what like like a fulsome street festival yeah oh i want to do that though i do want to go to that that's different i think a lot of people think that's what it is Mm -hmm. not prides prides are not all fulsome yeah Mm -hmm. they're wholesome i wanted to get across is that pride is not fulsome yeah pride is southern decadence but they think but a lot of people a lot of straight people think that because that's how they view the game they conflate it yeah well that's that's what they use against us is this hypersexuality of being Mm -hmm. gay that you can't just control yourself Mm mm-hmm Well, we're going to go on a quick break on this Pride season. A Pride break. Hey, y'all. We wanted to say, first of all, thank you for listening and loving us here at the Queer LBC Podcast. Secondly, I want to say, please, please, please go add a rating and a review in either a Spotify or Apple podcast or wherever you listen to your podcast, press whatever is equal to that like button, bitch. Tell your friends about us. Add us on Instagram at QueerLBC to get updates on when new episodes drop. There you can also slide into our DMs and tell us what you're thinking. Is there an LGBTQ plus related topic you want us to cover? Do you have a story about your gay experience that you think we should be putting out on blast? Tell us. We won't get back to you, but we'll heart your comment. Maybe your heroes talk about it at some point. Anyways, yeah, go show us some love. Now back to the show. Welcome back to a very Pridesgiving special episode of the Queer LBC podcast. I'm Nino, and I wanted to say hi to all the gay, lesbo, faggot, tran, and the rest. So what do you guys think? Uh, should Pride be a place or a time when you should come out of the closet? I've heard about people coming out on Pride. Thoughts? What are your words of wisdom for closet queers? Do you have any tips on coming out of the closet? When's the best time? When's a good time? What was your time like? I feel like coming out on on Pride is like so cliche. Kind of cheesy, huh? Yeah. If you're a celebrity, <laughs> I'm down. It's like, did you come out? Did one of y'all come out? She said, "Bitch." <laughs> no. I came out of my brother' graduation. Oh, nice. Yeah, fuck the whole family up. Do it at someone's mm-hmm. wedding. Do it oh, at the funeral. Yeah. <laughs> Take the attention away. Yes. Make it a happy event. Reclaim your all that lost hiddenness shit you hid for these streets. Reclaim but, that. But yeah, I mean, I think it's a safe space. I can see why people come out at Pride. It's mm-hmm. so beautiful. It's so inviting. It's so safe. I feel like it should be like an advent calendar of like gay celebrities who come out every single day. Like one like famous person a day comes out and you're like, who's gay next? Who's gay tomorrow? Oh, it's Rebel Wilson today. Oh, who's oh, it I love it that she's queer. <laughs> it's I some other it. person. Oh, it's who else? Oh, Elon Musk's child is trans. Who's next? Nice. Who will be tomorrow's gay? I'm I love excited. It. Yeah, that's why I love it when those Republican politicians talk about like, there's so many gays now. 
Soon enough, there'll be no more straights left. And I just was like, that's literally how they talk. They're such that is idiots. so stupid. Yeah. I hope so, sis. And there's so. like other, who's that stupid like ass the guy? Straights make the gays. There's like a stupid <laughs> ass guy with a stupid ass face. And he has like, he has like a TV show or whatever. And it's all right. of them. And he like talks about like how how come is it that there's a rise in in trans children and like there's a rise in in non-binaries like what's going on why is this a trend all of a sudden and then I'm like well stupid because now it's safe to do so mm-hmm. <laughs> a trend <laughs> also just like we have technology now like we all can see each other now mm-hmm. so it's like of course you're gonna see a bunch of humans you never seen before yeah exactly. like you never saw them before because they didn't have no camera to take a picture of them. <laughs> yeah and now you're not alone anymore now you're like oh shit this is normal mm-hmm. yeah but I would say to all the little gay queers little uh baby gays gabies gabies oh, i love gabies trust me you don't have to be g- little to be still closeted <laughs> yeah you could be a 45 year old gaby okay I, I can't get with that it's like girl you're a grown man paying your own bills get come out the closet now. <laughs> there are men who can it's hard it's yeah like it's, we create a big story in our head and that's the problem is we get caught up in our own like mm-hmm. narratives and stories and most of the time, it doesn't come true. Yeah. That's why the gays have a new fa- Like, you create your family. Like, if you come you out, do. like... Yes. I am too grown to be like, bitch, I don't give a fuck how you, what you think about me. You don't pay my rent. You don't pay my car note. You don't pay my student loans. You think I give a fuck? I mean, Bye. <laughs> I mean, if you're, like, a young kid, though, you can't yeah. just say that to your I'll parents. find you a new mama. <laughs> you can't come out until you're safe. <laughs> yeah. Come yeah. out until you feel safe, but, but like, no, mama... I'm talking, about, I'm talking about for the grown folk. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. The, not yeah the like, babies. like, mama gay said... <laughs> once you've grown i guess it's hard for some people i guess they're just really scared that like the people in their life will just discontinue loving them yeah that's probably you, will that's yeah. why you create your own will. family and that that's a good tip is to make sure you have your own like family you know in case you're like your chosen family yeah mm-hmm. So you can be prepared to, to have people to support you. Yeah. Accept you. yeah. If you have homophobic parents and you're like, oh, shit, they're going to definitely murder me. Like, well, wait till you're like grown, obviously, at the house. Definitely make a lot of gay friends that you can yeah. look for support. Mm-hmm. It's good to have gay friends. And then you can get your own mom and dad later. You're like, fuck that. You can get your Adopt. own daddy. Yeah, get your own Just talk daddy. to me and be like, haha, you made a gay baby. <laughs> you straight. You straight. I think it's funny how they get so upset like when their kids come out. I'm like, oh, yeah, all that bashing you did to the gays back in the day now. Uh-huh. I always say the, gotcha, quickest bitch. Way, <laughs> the quickest way to have a gay kid is be a homophobe. Probably. I love it. Is that true, parents? Were you guys homophobes back in the day? Please DM us let us know. Why are you proud? And what is pride to you? I am proud. Let me see. Oh, I know why I'm proud. I'm proud because I didn't get to be when I was younger. So I'm doing this for like younger me. Um, and it's like, I mean, for me, me right now, me, but like also like, I think it's like attending to that like wound where we didn't get to be ourselves and now we get to be. So it's a big like, hey, move, I'm gay. Mm-hmm. So that's what I like about it. Um, and it feels nice. I like that. I like I like being proud about being gay and sucking dick and like <laughs> Yeah. That's all you want to do is suck dick. <laughs> and eat booty and and be gay. Um so for me 
I don't know. Like, it's weird that I think about that question. I'm like, am I proud? Or is it just like, I think it's like the privilege of just being like. Existing. Yeah. Like, mm. I don't know, like, if, like, that would fit into me. Like, I'm like a proud gay. I'm just like, I'm proud to be alive and black. Like, you know. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't. Mm. I'm not. Being gay doesn't like. Or. Like being proud about being gay isn't like high up there. Like I feel like I'm fine. I don't know. I'm weird. I feel like it's not about like being proud because I'm not proud <laughs> to be gay. I'm not like out there with like a fucking. I'm not. I'm not wearing a rainbow fucking anything outside of a pride festival. You know what I mean? I wouldn't even wear it inside there. Um, <laughs> so I guess I wouldn't say that I'm proud. I mean, even when I walk around in Orange County with my boyfriend and we're holding hands, like I, I don't feel like, oh, I'm walking around proud, like a proud boy. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess like pride, at least the festival, is more about like an anti-shame more than being proud. And so that's why I like pride is because it's the idea of not being shamed of like, who you are because there's so much shame that goes around at least in my life i've been shamed like a extreme amount like a very high amount um and i feel like i noticed that because when i talk to other gays like like you a <laughs> guy <laughs> like you like yeah you don't have the same amount of like gay bashing that i've had so i it's not that i don't dislike you for that it's not like i'm saying like oh you Tell should be you bashed really you should be bashed to really be gay it's just more like oh it's like the idea of a safe space like a lot of people don't really have that like you are kind of privileged in that well, way well actually no because i'm like i knew i was gay but like the environment that i grew up in and mm-hmm. like my dad i would like never like, well, obviously, I didn't until yeah. I became older and, like, left that. But I'm, like, no, I was, like, terrified. Like, don't act gay. Don't walk like this. Don't talk mm-hmm. like that. And don't do your hand like this. And blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, mm-hmm. that was, like, ingrained in my head. Like, I remember I would, like, play with Barbies with my uh, dad, girlfriend, daughter. And, like, like when I, like, saw him come down the stairs, I would, like, fucking throw that shit so fast. And, like. <laughs> and that's why Pride's good. So you can play with the Barbies and mm-hmm. not feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like us, like millennial, are we millennials? Yeah, we're millennials. Okay, like I feel like us, our generation, like I feel like we went through so much and endured so much. I'm just like, I'm kind of, I don't know, like I'm just like very like blank to everything. I mean, it's also hard to not be like politicized. And then like the new gays, mm. you have social media, so it's just like. I feel bad for them. Like I don't feel bad for myself, or like, like you know. Well, that's because like I feel like bad. they're gonna have, they're gonna struggle more than like the, I struggle. The new gays. Yeah. Why? Why do you think? Why do you think that? Oh, I mean, be? just like how things are going in America, and like all these like anti everything laws about gays and trans. Oh, because mm. things are getting worse again. Yeah. yeah. So like. Okay. Like even though things are getting worse, like I feel like that. I don't know. Like in my. So you're like a boomer, uneducated. Feel like it doesn't affect yeah. me. I think our kids, our queer kids, are having a better time than we did, um, because I'm seeing a lot more students, seeing a lot more children who are coming out at a very young age who have friends, and they have uh, social support systems in schools where they're not being bullied as much for being gay, um, and that's it's that's 
a lot less than when we were kids. Yeah. When we were kids, we were being bullied for being gay at school, and gay was something that you say in school. You're like, that's gay. This is gay. And now at schools aren't allowing children to do bullying like that. I mean, I was bullied, but like not like how. And so I think the children are just experiencing a better world. Also, we didn't really have queer characters on TV as much when we were younger, and mm-hmm. now we're starting to see a lot more. Also, like I think like the same note like you couldn't even say that you were gay these kids maybe can identify yeah yeah you had to hide it away inside so much that you couldn't even say it until you were of legal age mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. um, barely said it then exactly yeah. so i mean and i'm seeing a lot more parents that's a huge thing i think that mm-hmm. the parents are more receptive to the children being lgbtq plus because obviously like growing up in your own home that's where you're getting a lot yeah. of these messages mm-hmm. yeah. not just school yeah yeah because even though there, there's a lot more bills going up there discriminating against our community i feel like we have a lot more support to buffer against uh, like a negative impact from that you yeah. know mm-hmm. because i think we have you know some schools who are a lot more um educated or the internet you know opens up so much as well where they people can go and educate themselves and they don't have to be they can find community without being in the same like area yeah remember we had aol chat yeah (laughs) aol chat now Mm -hmm. this is like way better than aol chat now you can facetime somebody yeah you can literally find someone on social media and not be alone yeah and but i think this is why pride is important is so people know that there is a community and you know where to go, you know, and that's going to develop a sense of safety and, and it also educates other people too. Yeah. And I also think on that, that note, it's also kind of like where there is more of a, like a community social safety net. Yes. We live in a country that is like primitive and draconian and evil. And they're trying to put these laws on us. But the reality is the people in this country don't feel that way. No, it's becoming, yeah. yeah, And it takes a minute because of the way that the system is built. The system is built to slow things down or to like prevent true progress from happening. I mean, like um, we've come quite a ways, but we still have a lot more, a long way more to go. Like we are literally having to fight for women's um, rights to you know, their own bodies. And we're still doing that again. I felt like we were past that and we're fucking going back to it again. And so, yeah, it's going to take a minute. It's going to take a minute, but I'm, I have huge trust in the, the younger community and the gabies because they're not going to give up good shit. They're not going to be like, wait, you're trying to silence us. Like, and they're the, not standing for shit these days. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they're not even going to fucking work. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, <laughs> so I feel like this next generation is, is going to be a really good game changer. And that's why they're trying to stop, um, critical race theory in the schools because they're realizing, oh shit, they're indoctrinating these children. So let's stop it before they change laws. Let's stop it before they ask for equal treatment. Let's stop it before Christianity and whites isn't the norm. What does pride mean to you, Doctor David? Um, for me, I think it's similar to Jose, like embracing the, those parts that I felt ashamed of and, and criticized for. And I feel like I had to take a lot of pride in my sexuality. And I would say that is probably, you know, the identity that I like identify most with is being gay. 
Um, and I had to take so much pride in it because I so often got bullied and teased for, for how I talked, you know, how I moved, everything, all my interests and everything. So I really feel I had to work on becoming proud of those parts and embracing them because I feel like I also have no choice because I'm going to get clocked. His, my history tells me that people are going to know that I'm gay. Mm-hmm. So I have no other choice than to be proud of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of just like you have no, you really have no choice, right? Like you can't do anything about it besides just live freely. Mm-hmm. Girl, those kids clocked me in elementary school. Girl, they clocked us all. Yeah. But it's like, how do kids like even know? Like, bitch, they know. Mm-hmm. But like, literally, like the third and fourth grade, like you calling me like. Yeah, because it's it's an indoctrination. Yeah. You're told as a child. Boys do this, girls do that, oh, and, so and so they're when they taught see something that, different. different yeah, yeah, because not all boys do that, not all girls do mm-hmm. that. That's a lie. So then it keeps girls who are into sports away from sports because yeah. girls don't play sports, or they keep boys away from playing with dolls, even though they want to play with dolls, um, and they don't because they're ashamed to do it. And so, and then that leads back to why trans women are being killed because it's like you're telling boys you can't fall in love with a trans person, like you can't. That's gay, or like you know what mm-hmm. I mean. And so it's just, they're taught. And then they they replicate what they've been taught. Like, I have had kids that tell me, they're like, why do you paint your nails? You're not a girl. And then I said, I can paint my nails. I don't have to be a girl. How do you know I'm not a girl? You're not a girl. Well, I have my nails painted. Then you can't do that. Yes, I can. Nothing makes me want yeah. to slap a child faster. Oh, my God. We do not condone slapping children. I do. Uh, <laughs> then a child telling me, like, how to gender, like... But that's not the like, child's fault. The child, someone, fuck. someone's <laughs> yeah. teaching that child that. Yeah. So that child is being taught these things, and they're expressing those thoughts because that's what their that. parents tell them. So slap the parent. Yeah, slap, slap them. Both of them. And then there's your yeah, chance both. to to educate the child. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> educate the child. Yeah. But it's so silly because it's like they always say, "Oh, how could you know at such a young age, bitch?" Everyone's telling me that's how I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They all told me I'm mm-hmm. gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not saying that they are. Yeah. yeah. And that's the problem because, you know, we the argument they use is it's too young to teach kids about gay and trans is like, no, they're already you get a sense of your gender or get a sense of what gender is by societal norms Mm -hmm. by the age of three. So like long before you get to school. So that's not an issue. Like you already taught them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why kids repeat what they fucking see. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. I mean, you hear these stupid straights. They make up that a fucking bird drop a baby off at the front door. They're so fucking repressed. And oh, dumb. yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> the stork bitch. You couldn't. Yeah. Your daddy put his big dick in your mama pussy and you came out of it. <laughs> the stork beak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that must hurt. Oh, <laughs> your daddy dick look like a stork beak and he's stuck it in your mama pussy. So what is this new flag? There's like another one. Yeah, oh, the intersex a, flag is a pride flag. The oh, yellow see? with the circle of black. What is it called? Is it, I just typed name? in intersex flag. Intersex inclusive flag. Okay, so this this hot off the presses, everybody. This is the latest gay flag, I think, uh, <laughs> at, at this time. Um, <laughs> there is now, what is that, orange, yellow, and purple? Yellow and purple, yeah. So it was, um, so the internet is crediting... Um, Someone from Australia in 2013, created by Morgan Carpenter of Intersex Human Rights Australia in 2013. So, it's not, not even that. an American intersex flag. It's giving iPhone. It's giving. <laughs> I gotta buy a new merchandise every damn week. <laughs> I love it. 
No, it's cute. I um, thought this was the intersex flag, though. No, the Which intersex is, is the yellow with the purple circle. What is this? The rainbow with the that's the, the trans. All the, the oh, which one? The trans and the black and brown. Yeah. All the black and brown is just for um to include black people and brown yeah. people. POC. Yeah. Queers. Queers. Yeah. But did you all know that the colors on the original gay flag mean something? Ooh, tell us. So purple's the spirit. Blue's serenity. Turquoise is art and magic. Green is nature. Yellow, the sun. Orange is healing. Red is life. And the original, original, original one actually had a hot pink color. And that represented sex. Ooh. Oh. oh, I didn't know indigo was up in there. Well, I have some bootleg flag on mine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm all about including more, more into the flag. Whatever. Yeah. Just act representation. Tech. Yeah, do it. It doesn't hurt nobody. I'm down. Just send me the memo. Keep us in. What the about loop. all those like random little ones? Do you guys know those little ones, like the ones that are like specifically gay, specifically lesbian, specifically oh, oh yeah, like the community yeah. based ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know some of them. Even the gay community has gay male community has a sub like culture. Like mm-hmm. you know that movie Luca. Uh huh. They um. Someone made the connections with the color tones used for the boys were the same that matched the le- the gay flag, the male gay flag, and then the girl matched the same tones that were used for the lesbian flag. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Luca made me cry. Yeah, it was a cute movie. I bawled my eyes out. Yeah, I, I I'm always like, when I look at the gay one specifically, the gay flag. I'm always like, uh, do I need this one? I'm always like, I just put the rec- the the straight up one, the mafia flag. <laughs> <laughs> Have y'all ever heard about the handkerchiefs? Handkerchief? Chiefs? How can you say? It? How do you say it? The Chief? hanky code. Hanky. Oh hankies. yeah, hanky code. Yeah, I heard about that. That's a lot of shit to memorize. Yeah. But I'm I would be down to put something in my back pocket. But I feel like straight people would be like, think that they're hip to it. What gang you rip? <laughs> they're like fisting i'm a fister well everyone i think that's a wrap i think that was a good one yeah i had a good time reminiscing Woo-woo. our one time at pride i know <laughs> <laughs> I had, didn't we have like three prides no, we, maybe just two we but i feel like the one we all went to together was like the first the, the first one, one. Yeah. The yeah. one and then after that i forget stuff was happening was it the day i feel like i got to a fight with a lesbian that day <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like to say thank you to myself, Nino, Dr. David, Jose, and Guy. To Ooh. all of the queers from all of us here at the QLBC podcast, we want to say thank you. Have a safe, healthy, and happy pride. And for you straights, you better watch yourself because why? We, we bash back. back. Hell yeah. Thanks, everyone. We love you because you're good enough, you're smart enough, and gosh darn it, people like you. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night. Happy Pride.